Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Welcome, everybody, to the Common Sense Show, the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we do indeed live in perilous times. And uh, we uh, have a really, really good show for you today. We have Susan Bradford with us, and uh, we're going to be covering a number of issues. And she's going to present a side of Trump that you may not be aware of. And there's enough documentation behind this that I think it's worthy of consideration. And um, mm-hmm. I am someone who is undecided about if there is an election in 2024, um, who I will support. And uh, it's almost like, can you trust anybody? Because it almost looks like we're playing in a completely rigged game. Uh, but we're going to let Susan explore that. I think it's a side of things you need to see. And then you guys as an audience have to decide how much credibility you want to give to the various sources that both of us will present here as we go. But before we join susan i just want to make sure that uh, you are aware that the food supply is being choked i just did a show with uh, doug thornton xdhs and he had a list that he showed on our tv show of 42 food processing plants from poultry to meat mostly protein oriented that have been burned down 42 since biden's come into office yeah, do you believe in coincidences? You'd have to be a coincidence there. So, do you have your food? Do you have your storable food? And I'm telling you, you don't have much time because Doug told me that a lot of these food processing plants, will they give ingredients to the storable food companies. So, you may not have a lot of time. So, there's still still specials, no price increase at MPS. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And you also hear about roving blackouts. But they're being purposely obtuse about this. They're not telling you how long they're going to last. I've only seen two power companies even give an approximation of how often they're going to do it and for how long. What if it goes on for days? Where are you going to get your water? You'll have to scavenge. So we recommend water filtration for each member of your family because you might be having to transport volume. So the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter is the best in the business. You can find the research at waterwithdave.com. They, too, have not raised prices. They have a sale in effect. Here's the problem. They ran out. We stopped selling. They found some in the supply chain. They called me and said, you're the lone remaining vendor. Are you interested? And I said, yes. So I'm the only one in the world right now that's actually selling the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. And when it's gone, it's gone. So go to waterwithdave.com. And one more thing. Um, I just completed another deal not too long ago with Noble Gold. I have diversified, diversified, diversified as much as I can. I believe everyone should hold Bitcoin, crypto. Yes, it's bouncing back. It's not a permanent failure. Um, Gold, silver, palladium, platinum, um, gold-proofing IRAs, converting some of my IRAs. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you stay in this system and digital gets a hold of us, end of the story for you if you can be outside the system as much as possible well maybe you got a chance to push the monster back and hope we can somehow rebound so i would recommend calling noble gold to help you diversify 877-646-5347-877-646-5347 tell them dave hodges told you to call well our guest really needs no introduction she's been with us multiple times on both our tv in our radio shows and susan bradford has a long journalistic background and she is an impeccable journalist even when i find myself maybe being surprised by what she says or uh, or a position that she takes 
I can never fault her documentation. And she's kind of seen life from the EU side of things. Yeah, that's right. And some things going on there that she's described in the past. She uh, did, did a stint with CBS News. So she's been on the mainstream side. Uh, but you're going to find her approach to be relatively balanced. But she's not into Trump worship. I'm going to tell you that right now. And today... <laughs> We're going to give you a different view of Donald Trump just for your edification. I'm not endorsing this because I don't know everything she's going to say yet. I may come away and go, oh, wow, I didn't know that, man. I need to change all my opinions. Or I may say, i got to reconsider some of my opinions. I mean, and you'll be in the same position. But keep an open mind as we go. Susan, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Oh, thank you, Dave. Glad to be back. Well, you've got a. <laughs> we looked at a list of things that we wanted to cover, which is real typical of our guests. We'll do a lot of pre-air, uh, giving give and take here about what we want to cover. But I think the place that you want to start is with uh, Trump's former Secretary of the Interior. Okay, thank you. And uh, much of the material that I'm going to be discussing today, um, I've expounded upon in my 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 latest book, The End of Globalism. So this kind of this book uh, connects Trump more more deeply uh, into um, the deep state, where I I actually show how he was a a creation and an agent of of the deep state. But um, okay, so with. uh, Ryan Zink, uh, who was Trump's Secretary of State, I, I found it very interesting that um, after he left um, public office, after he left the Trump administration, um, he joined a company called um, uh, Turnberry Solutions. And Turnberry Solutions has only a handful of clients, but among them um, are Microsoft and, and Amazon, you know, the, the very uh, technocratic companies that have um, allegedly, you know, then menacing the, the, the conservative movement. Um, you know, he acquired them as clients. He was also working um, on with uh, businesses as an, as, as an advisor that are working on uh, harvesting and monetizing our, our metadata. You know, which which is again another part of this, you know, um, tech, wider technocratic agenda. Um, and then I also saw that um, he, uh, this particular firm, represents uh, the Commonwealth of Northern Mariana Islands, and this is a, a very a controversial part of the world. Um, essentially, uh, uh, it fell under controversy during the Clinton administration, and that was a period in which the Clinton administration was attempting to impose federal law, federal jurisdiction upon the island uh, for, for labor and, and uh, minimum wage um, legislation. Um, the island pushed back, um, and uh, the Clintons uh, were affiliated with a firm called Milberg Weiss. Um, Milberg Weiss um, was involved with uh, Holocaust uh, litigation, among among other things. But most notoriously, the the uh, partners of this firm were indicted for paying plaintiffs to appear in class actions and for prevailing uh, in litigation uh, through through the the media. So they would they would use the media uh, as a weapon, um, force companies and their targets to. Uh, to concede, and then they would um, extract large uh, settlements from those targets. In the case of the CNMI, it was um, they waged a billion-dollar—I consider it a frivolous—billion-dollar class action against the, uh, against Saipan, against their their garment uh, manufacturing district. So after the the gar, um, the the, uh, the manufacturers were wiped out. Um, uh, a, a team affiliated with Trump came in and established a, a casino called the Imperial Pacific. Um, what were the years on this? Um, okay, so let me see. So after, um, I, I believe that Trump came in after the Abramoff investigation. So that would have been maybe after 2000, uh, maybe 2010, 2011, when it has when the investigation had finally run its course. But the, the class action took place during the Clinton administration um, in the mid-1990s. Okay, that, that's very helpful because I wanted to know if that preceded his time in the White House, and significantly so. Let me just ask you kind of an off-the-cuff question here. Do you okay. think these associations had anything to do with launching his candidacy? 
Yes, I do. Um, because these casinos um, are major money la- laundering operations for the major investment banks, for drug smuggling, for other you know, nefarious forms of you know, trafficking. Um, and um, the casinos, particularly the tribal casinos, have um, uh, uh, capitalized the merger and acquisitions departments of Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley, among other uh, major investment firms, creating the entities that have become too big to fail and which require you know, endless uh, government bailouts. So these are like, this is like the... Um, the engine, the, the, the capital generator for um, the global, you know, the quest for global monopoly okay. you know, to control all business. So, yes, I do. Is this like a TPP organization? Um, does it usurp? It uh, does it usurp? Yeah, let me ask it this way. B- bad question. Does it usurp national sovereignty? Um, d- does what usurp national sovereignty? This organization that Trump belonged to. Um, you mean the affiliation with the casino? Or? Yes. Do they exert their influence in such a way as it takes away national sovereignty? Um, I would say that they, they did. They wanted to bring this casino to to the islands. Um, the people rejected a casino. And so they... Um, there was a very kind of uh, strange... Uh, there were some really strange happenings. The, um, the governor, um, Governor Fetial... Um, suddenly became ensnared in a honeypot operation. Um, I think he was accused of um, uh, of pedophilia after he received a massage um, from a young lady. And after he was ousted, um, the new governor who replaced him um, immediately, you know, approved the casino against the wishes of the people. Um, and I think the uh, the casino tried to kind of bribe the population by I think if I read correctly that they were they uh, offered to pay their energy bill, energy um, payments, like for their electricity. Um, so there, there, there were a lot of questionable activities, and um, I think you know the, the people did not want this, and this was something that was railroaded through. Um, they got it through the um, you know the, the local, uh, I think the local legislature, um, and were able to I guess bring this about. But I think it was in violation of their sovereignty because the people did not want the casino there. Okay, that that makes a great deal of sense. Um, okay, where do we go next with this as we're building this okay. profile? Okay, um, so very interestingly, um, among okay, well the the president and CEO of, of this casino is um, Mark Brown, um, who had previously worked for Sheldon Adelson, a major Trump donor, leading Zionist. Um, he is the, or he was the president and CEO of the Trump Hotel and Casino uh, Incorporated. Um, and uh, this particular casino um, panders to um, Chinese, uh, communist Chinese high rollers, because the average person on the CNMI is very, very poor. Um, so they, their clientele are communist Chinese. You find that on serving on the board of directors of at least, uh, fairly recently, um, they may have been removed since. You'll find um, uh, Louis Free, who was the uh, director of the FBI under Clinton and George W. Bush. You'll also find James Wolseley, um, the uh, head of the CIA under Clinton. Um, the golf courses were designed by um, by Greg Norman, who was a golfing buddy of Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. who uh, who held a uh, who lived on um, Jupiter Island. Um, Jupiter Island um, is center is a key location of the deep state. It was uh, really established by um, Avril Harriman um, as the um, the, the headquarters of, of the emerging national security state. This was an area that was considered to be the um, the second White House for George W. Bush, where he, they planned a, a lot of their deep state operations. Um, the, uh, Jupiter Island is home to uh, Les Wexner, you know, who was um, the head of Victoria's Secret, you know, which was implicated in, in the Epstein scandals. Um, Eric Trump has a house there, and I believe when uh, Nancy Pelosi was looking into um, buying real estate in Florida. Um, there were reports that she wanted to establish um, or acquire property on Jupiter Island, which happens to be, you know, five about five miles away from Mar-a-Lago. And what reason would she want to do that, in your opinion? That's a very good question. Um, I think that she is 
kind of coordinating with these people um, to, you could say maybe to um, advance the agenda, the wider agenda, the takeover agenda um, that is being pushed by uh, by the Vatican and the City of London. Mm-hmm. Let me say this about Nancy Pelosi. This is irrefutable. Multiple sources, and I have pictures. Her association with Nieto, the most corrupt Mexican president of all time, uh, paid $100 million by Chapo Guzman for all the obvious reasons. She is deeply tied to him. She's also tied to Chapo Guzman's wife, who's not incarcerated. Um, this part we know. And Guzman's wife is tied to the Vatican. Does that uh, kind of get your attention there? Mm-hmm. And it does not surprise me the least. Let me suggest why they, this might be true, and maybe some future date you'll want to go down this avenue. Okay. We, and I say we, people like Paul Preston and myself, suspect that this administration current right now, the deep state obviously behind it, will use cartel-type interests as enforcement mechanisms in exchange for being the middleman in all future drug trafficking or any other illegal. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time or illicit service they want to do so i this this is one thing that we think is coming um and this is one of the benefits of open borders so uh, you know i i don't know if you've had a chance to touch that side of things or not but when you said nancy pelosi you opened up pandora's box in my mind and I, I thought it was very interesting that uh, Stephen Miller, who was Trump's a speechwriter, and Steve Bannon um, were very uh, interested in a book called The Camp of Saints, um, written by um, a Frenchman by the name of Jean Raspail. And this book is a dystopian novel that depicts almost point for point the um, invasion uh, um, of, of Western of Europe and the United States. You know, by this foreign invasion that um, is intended to lead to conquest. Do you have any details on yeah. how that would be accomplished and who would be behind it? Um, 
I, I think they were. I mean, I, I know that the the, uh, the Vatican has uh, historically used um, the Muslims as the invader, like they pitted um, Islam against Judeo-Christian uh, Europe as part of a divide and conquer strategy. But they talked about um, kind of. Um, I believe that they were from um, India or from the, the Middle East, but these people were, were to, to come and to flood the country. Um, the natives were to um, uh, accommodate their values um, instead of the other way around. Um, they were to uh, uh, surrender their homes uh, to, to the invaders, as is happening or has happened in Germany, to, to give up their homes for the invader. Um, and a lot of these people were above the law. One um, one of the, the signs of um, that would indicate the the uh, co- the completion of the conquest or the success of the conquest was that um, a, a foreigner, like somebody who was not of you know white European extraction, um, would marry into the British royal family. And so, of course, you had Meghan Markle you know, marry um, uh, Prince Henry or Prince Harry. Beg your pardon. Um, so there, there are different, I guess, different aspects of it. Those are, are some of the details, but they talk about, you know, the, the foreign invasion from, I think, from India and the, and the mid, Middle East coming, flooding into Asia, taking it over, uh, flooding into Europe and taking it over and becoming the dominant force. Hmm. Well, that's a dominant new one on culture. me. <laughs> India certainly has the numbers, and they are nuclear armed. Do you think they can do this on their own, or will they have help from another superpower? Um, I, I don't think they're doing this on their own. I think it's being um, coordinated at the top by the Vatican. You know, because ultimately, this, they're looking for world domination. The same Catholic Vatican that thinks that uh, the blending of Christianity and Islam is a good idea. They call it Chrislam. Yeah, that Vatican. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I think they're capable? I'm, I'm validating what you're saying through the back door. They're capable of doing anything. Correct. And they, they want to erase all uh, religions, particularly the Abrahamic faith, faith, and merge them into a universal religion over which they would preside, you know, with the Antichrist, under the authority of the Antichrist. Boy, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Um, so the, maybe that's one of the great deceptions. Could that be the great deception in Revelation? I mean, I'm just speculating here. Um, very interesting. Um, these elites do follow uh, biblical prophecy. In fact, they try to coordinate and, and arrange for uh, for those events to happen, as predicted. Okay. So that very well could be. Well, let's go back to our timeline with Trump and his ascendancy here leading into the presidency. Okay, so um, if we can go back to, uh, to the Mariana Islands. Um, You'll find that, uh, let me see where, where we were. Um, one of, one of the, um, advisors to, um, to the Mariana Islands is a, a law firm called Denton's. Now Denton's has recently merged with, um, a Chinese, a communist Chinese company called Da Sheng, uh, tr- essentially transforming, um, the two companies into the largest law firm, uh, in, in the world. Um, among the advisors to Da Sheng is Newt Gingrich, who's an advisor to Trump. Um, now, in order for um, an attorney to uh, to work in China, at least uh, the Chinese attorney, they, they must take an oath to serve the Communist Chinese Party and to advance the cause of socialism. Um, Newt Gingrich um, was among the individuals who, who worked with the Clintons um, to help us uh, clear the way for, for communist China's entry into uh, the World Trade Organization. He also spearheaded the Lewinsky scandal along with um, Congressman Tom DeLay uh, to push this scandal forward um, to essentially deflect from the more serious um, emerging charges with regards to um, uh, treason that Bill Clinton had committed with respect to communist China, which he was compromising our national security for communist China. And mm. this was part of a of a long-term agenda that was hatched at the end of World War II at Yalta, in which the elites um, had planned to elevate communist China to preside over the New World Order while they relegated the United States to a bankrupt welfare state. And that's exactly what they're doing now. Like they're pushing forward this agenda. How old is this plot? Um, I mean, you could trace it back further, but it was uh, formally launched at the end of World War II. 
So at the same time they were setting up Bretton Woods, approximately, to make us the most powerful nation because making us the world reserve currency, they were also planning the demise at the same time? They were. Um, if you go back to uh, Avril uh, Harriman, um, Avril Harriman um, provided the seed money for um, the Skull and Bones Secret Society at Yale University through the, the Russell Sage um, Foundation. Um, Skull and Bones was intric- intricately involved with Yale Divinity and the OSS, which was a precursor to uh, the CIA, the Office of Strategic Services, which was a precursor to, to the CIA, um, that mapped out China um, for uh, essentially for corporate takeover, um, they uh, they they funded and they they worked with uh, uh, Mao Zedong to lead the communist Chinese revolution. They helped him set up bookstores, lead the revolution, um, re- recruit communists. So essentially, you know, communist China was created by them. Um, George H.W. Uh, Bush, George W. Bush were members of Skull and Bones. Um, they have promoted this agenda through their uh, respective administrations. This is. I'm trying to get my mind around this because this is so broad. Um, if you were to look at the totality, just to make an educated guess of the number of influential people coming at us from different dimensions, different organizations. How many people how many people do you think are involved at any one time? That's a good question. Um I, I think there could be probably the the thousands, maybe the, the tens of thousands. Um what a lot of people don't realize is that um the Republican Party and the conservatives were behind um, and have supported the rise of, of communist China, you think that on the face that, that doesn't make any sense because conservatism um, supports you know f- freedom and, and liberty and free enterprise. But um, communism is a tactic that uh, corporate America and, and Wall Street have, have used uh, for, for decades um, to overthrow governments, to seize natural resources, um, and seize government, uh, seize um, assets, to establish their own companies, their own people into those positions of power, so that they can have, they can monopolize those markets. So, um, you know, the, the corporate America has been behind this. What you'll find is that um, once um, uh, politicians leave public office, they will become lobbyists and get business. Um, Often, well, which has been you know, frequent in many cases, that they will often um, uh, work for, corp- for for those industries, those businesses that they regulated or that they um, they had some that they were involved in, le- in legislation while they while they were um, while they served in office. So, for example, um, David Vitter um, has worked with with um, he's a Republican uh, has a business with communist China, which is communist Chinese companies. And you'll find that throughout the country, a lot of these politicians have business with communist Chinese companies. The local governments, in turn, uh, state governments, have been com- compromised by communist chi- uh, China and, and its, its money. And I think Are you talking at, about um, Bel- the Belt and Road Initiative? Belt and Road Initiative, but I think there are a lot of deals that are being cut and that, that are being facilitated by our political classes okay. and by Wall Street. You know, the best example you could make, I think, historically... And we're going way back in time to support your notion that corporations love communism is Wall Street support for the Bolshevik Revolution. It's undeniable. Uh, the war bugs and all the other known entities of the day threw their full support behind the Bolsheviks. That is correct. And also the, the major investment banks, the major um, corporations, um, bankroll Black Lives Matter, and its founders and leaders have uh, identified as Marxists. That's another example. Black Lives Matter. They do. But that organization, oh my goodness. They're, have you seen they're even admitting that it's not our fault that uh, America so willingly gave us money that we could put into our own uh, personal interests like real estate? They're admitting to it publicly. <laughs> and then yesterday, a uh, an NFL coach, Jack Del Rio, spoke out and he says how come black lives matter and antifa get a free pass for violence in the streets and the j6 commission is uh, putting people in leg irons 
No, he, he's probably going to lose his job over this. It's it's absolutely amazing the, the dissident groups. And are you saying the corporations are fully behind all this? I think they are. I think uh, the multinationals would be the local mom and pops um, would likely not be. Yeah, and I, um, I think Catherine Austin Fitz had um, reported at one point that um, Black Lives Matter specifically targeted those companies that the elites wanted to eliminate. So they were targeting their competition. Interesting. Like looting their stores and so forth. Interesting. That's uh, really interesting. And it does fit in with uh, other models that uh, I'm aware of. Okay, let's continue on with the timeline. Okay. Um, let's see. So um, you have, um, of course, uh, Newt Gingrich um, serving as a, uh, an advisor to Trump. Um, his wife, of course, was appointed to uh, was appointed ambassador to to the Vatican, I, and I thought it was very interesting that um, within a few days after her confirm, confirmation, the first uh, QAnon post appeared. Um, I think the QAnon, um, in, in my opinion, I, I know that that it was coordinated out of the White House. I believe that there was also a um, a Vatican element to just based upon um, upon the timing and the fact that the agenda. Um, or, or that the um, information provided, I think, helped serve the Vatican interest. It kind of derailed, distracted, kind of neutralized um, uh, patriots who who were who ha- had an increased growing awareness of of the crimes that were were being committed at the elite level. Mm-hmm. So they essentially ne- neutralized um, those elements. Um, okay, how, uh, would you like to go back into um, some of Trump's um, earlier? Uh, involvements with casinos in Atlantic City. Yeah, to tie in his connection with the Bushes. If you, we can do that, if you like. Okay. Okay. Um, um, one of my sources had um, had told me that um, the esoteric uh, CIA had recruited Trump in uh, 1988 to become a future president. Um, 1987, Trump had joined. Um, he had acquired Resorts International. This was a casino in Atlantic City that, um, in which um, Rock, the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, um, and a fellow by the name of Tibor Rosen, Rosenbaum were key uh, investors. Um, Tibor Rosenbaum worked closely with um, Meyer Lansky, uh, who was um, connected very uh, deeply with the, the National Crime Syndicate um, uh, the, and, and the mob. Um, Meyer Lansky had also run assassination squads um, for uh, George H.W. Bush, um, and he provided the seed money for um, the uh, the Seminole Tribe of Florida, for, for, actually for the casino for the Seminole Tribe of Florida. One of one of his um, uh, groups provided that that seed money. Um, so Trump was, you know, he was kind of involved. He was compromised by by the Rothschilds early on. He was indebted to them. Um, when he began to fall into debt, um, Wilbur Ross um, appeared to to reorganize his, his debt in a way that would allow him to to retain his his assets um, at least to retain the appearance that he was a successful businessman um, and allow him kind of to keep a stake in the business. Wilbur Ross was uh, the bankruptcy attorney or bankruptcy advisor for um, for the Rothschilds, a leading bankruptcy advisor, uh, who was involved with um, asset stripping, corporate piracy, and the like. Um, once uh, um, Trump began to uh, to fail within um, within Atlantic City, he moved over. He attempted to acquire a business within Indian Country. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Um, and Wilbur Ross had determined that um, Trump was, uh, that his greatest asset was his brand. You know, he may not have been a great um, uh, businessman, but he certainly was able to captivate an audience and to, to draw a large audience to him. So he became the spokesman, if you will, uh, for, for their wider agenda. They owned him. They controlled him. Um, Can you define uh, a little more clearly who they is? 
Is this still the uh, Ross group? This would be the um, the, the, Roth, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. Um, okay. He was involved with uh, uh, through um, Resorts International. He was connected to uh, to Epstein, and there is a uh, a court document that um, that is available. I don't I don't know whether the the allegations are true or not. But Trump has been was accused in that that court document of having um, raped and assaulted an underage girl. Um, didn't the Democrats try to surface that? Um, they they may have. I know a contact of mine uh, forwarded, forwarded the, the document to me. Okay. I wasn't aware aware of that if they had. They, they might have. So well, I do remember it, it was promoted as kind of sleazy journalism, but they wanted the public to hear it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it, it's kind of like you say it. It may not be true, and then the retraction would appear on page 17. The idea is to create the impression, and, and, and I do remember that that coming out. They also had the case of the stripper uh, along the same lines. I have no idea if these things are true or not, from my perspective, but the Democrats did use this to try to smear Trump. I do remember that. Okay. Um, okay. That, that's a possibility. I mean, there is a court document which he, you know, he was accused. So an accusation is not the same as, as a, you know, does not mean that he committed the crime. He True. was accused. He was accused. Um, uh, the uh, the Seminole Tribe of Florida, um, again, was uh, heavily, was, was tied to, uh, uh, you know, to, uh, the, I guess, to the, the mob. You also had it, its financial advisor was uh, Merrill Lynch. Merrill Lynch is a, a Bush, essentially a Bush-controlled um, investment advisor. Um, during uh, the 1999 um, uh, election, um, you know, Bush, you know, Trump has always said that he, he doesn't he doesn't support the Bushes. Um, his uh, uh, advisor, uh, his tribal advisor for the, for the Seminole Tribe of Florida, was Greenberg Traurig. Um, Greenberg Traurig, um, which has called itself the gateway to Israel, and whose uh, Colorado correspondence address has been connected to the Council of, of Energy Resource Tribes, which controls uh, trillions of dollars of, um, of natural resources for the Vatican, City of London, and Rothschild um, in, within Indian country. So that uh, Greenberg Traurig was Donald Trump's um, tribal attorney for the Seminole Tribe of Florida, Greenberg Traurig um, also represented Bush Cheney in their contest for Florida's electoral votes. So working along Greenberg Traurig were Roger Stone, um, Trump's number one lobbyist, um, and James Baker, who worked for the Carlisle Group, where they were trying to kind of secure the election uh, for Trump. Um, once that had, uh, for, for Bush Cheney, um, once that had been accomplished, um, Greenberg Traurig enjoyed enormous influence with the, uh, the Bush administration's uh, Department of Justice, allowing, um, you can say, interests affiliated with him to target rival companies for um, for asset stripping, you know, to eliminate the, you know, eliminate competition to his own own casino interests, um, as I, I, I as I have documented in um, the end of globalism. Um, but um, you know, tr- Trump has also stated, you know, that he has been opposed to wars that are not in the national interest. And that he thought it was, you know, improper for Trump to have, uh, for, for Bush, figure pardon, for, for Bush to have um, gone into uh, into Iraq. But um, what the records show is that um, a company by the name uh, called BKSH, which Trump had retained uh, to defend his casino interests in Atlantic City, was the leading firm that promoted the the false intelligence reports um, that. Uh, that um, led the country into war against Iraq. So this was based upon um, uh, Ahmed Chalabi, um an Iraqi uh, National Congress. Would that be the, w- the WMD? Al- that'd be the WMD allegations about Saddam Hussein, right? C- correct. Okay. Correct. Weapons of mass destruction, which were not there. Let me play devil's advocate just for a second. Okay. Couldn't you do work with a firm that is doing what you just described with Iraq, but not have anything to do with that aspect of the business? Um, um, among the partners of the firm have been Paul Manafort and Roger Stone, and um, yeah, those pulls, those, both of those lobbyists have been yeah. pulls have been a little closer. It does pull them in a little closer, and, and but I still wonder if it's not more guilt by association in this area. Um, but it is interesting he'd have both the people as close advisors. That's that's uh, yeah, that is troubling. I did not know that about Roger Stone. 
So he was part of the um, the cabal that uh, plotted the Iraq War. Um, he was affiliated with with the company that was, and this company was acquired by um, Burson Marstetler, which at the time was uh, run. Uh, controlled by Mark Penn, who is a senior a PR and media media advisor for the Clintons. Hmm. Well, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's kind of like all roads lead to Rome, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the different political and economic aspects seem to they they may be divergent, but they seem to coalesce in in key areas together. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're describing here. The coming together of seemingly divergent interests for the same purpose. That's correct. And I, I think you will find that, you know, you, you have um, an, the illusion that the, the left and right are, are working against each other. But if you, you widen the screen, you'll see that uh, ultimately they're working for to advance the same agenda. Um, the, um, the Vatican has, um, um, has embraced a, a strategy, uh, which I'm, I'm sure you're, you're aware of, um, called Hegelian dialectics, also known as problem-reaction-solution or perpetual war, perpetual revolution, which is based upon Confucianism. And the, the idea behind this is that um, you, uh, you, have, um, you continue to sow grievances and, and dissent, and, by, and in so doing, you're able to create opportunities where you can acquire wealth and power for yourself. Or for, for you know for the elite, and you do this generation after generation until you have amassed all of the wealth and power under you know within your own hands. Hmm. So it almost reminds me of mm-hmm. overwhelming strategy uh, used by Cloward and Piven. It's it's an age old strategy um, you know, that has been used you know, by these elites. What's well, being used on us today? Name an area of our life. Today. That, yeah, every area of our life is being disrupted intentionally now. I mean, right from the family unit to the way the kids are taught to the economy in various ways to the forsaking of the military in Afghanistan. I mean, there's no shortage. I could go on and on and on. And it is complete overwhelming of the system. Let me digress just for one second. Um, okay. Do you believe that Biden is an agent of the WEF or some such organization, and his intention is to bring America to its knees uh, as a lead-in to global governance? Um, I believe that um, Biden is ultimately controlled by Obama, um, and I think that Obama is, is serving that agenda. The excellent answer. I totally, 100% agree with you. You think Obama is the force behind the the Biden initiatives? Without question. And remember that um, uh, Obama also, you know, he wanted to have gas at what is five, six, seven dollars um, a gallon yeah. um, in order to push through his Green New Deal. That's exactly what we're experiencing today. Under my climate change agenda. Utility rates will necessarily skyrocket. I'm sure you remember that quote from Obama. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Excellent answer. Okay, let's go back to the timeline because we've got about uh, 13 minutes left, and I want to make sure we hit all the major points. Okay, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that um, we might be able to look at. Um, okay, so um, in I guess if, if you'd like, we can uh, discuss some of the, the asset stripping that took place um, uh, under the, the Bush administration. Um, so with, um, with Greenberg Traurig, um, uh, you can say that they were in, in control of or at least fairly influential with the Bush administration. Um, a number of companies were, were, were targeted. Um, one was, uh, was Jack Abramoff and, and his, um, his, his vast portfolio. Jack Abramoff was the leading Republican super lobbyist, uh, at the time. Um, he was also, uh, Donald Trump's greatest um, adversary. You know, he ran circles around him within, uh, tribal gaming. Um, uh, the, the Seminole tribe, and as I, I've documented, um, uh, took aim at, um, Abramoff's effort to acquire, um, the Sun Cruise fleet. Um, I'm going to use the word allegedly here since we're talking about legal matters, but um, fraud was uh, injected into uh, his efforts, uh, Abramoff's efforts to um, acquire the, the fleet. Um, the fraud was um, allegedly, according to the court documents, um, 
or arranged by uh, will, by a company called Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo was advised by um, a, a firm um, that uh, I'm drawing a blank on, on the name of the firm. I, I have it in, in my uh, my paperwork, but the firm. Uh, arranges and negotiates uh, real estate deals on behalf of Wilbur Ross. So it's a, it's a Rothschild affiliated company. Um, once uh, <laughs> this never ends, <laughs> never ends. It's incredible. <laughs> so once um, Abramoff's uh, um, uh, deal imploded in, in Florida, um, he was wiped out of the Florida market, left holding the bag for a crime that he allegedly did not commit. Um, the Seminole Tribe of Florida went on to dominate the marketplace. Um, they tapped out one of Abramoff's uh, clients, the Seminole former clients, Seminole, the Saginaw Chippewa Indian Tribe of, of Michigan, um, which thereafter reported a billion dollar loss. Um, and uh, once they had um, removed Abramoff from the markets, the um, the Seminole Tribe of Florida negotiated the one billion dollar acquisition of the Hard Rock franchise. Um, which uh, with Greenberg Traurig and Merrill Lynch, you know, which is a Bush affiliated um, investment firm, um, negotiating that deal. Um, uh, uh, Carl Icahn, who's a close friend uh, of um, of Trump, who lives on Indian Creek Island, where I believe Trump also has uh, home or two. Um, Carl Icahn uh, acquired uh, Trump's um, Taj Mahal in uh, Atlantic City. Uh, once Trump became president, um, Taj Mahal was sold to the Hard Rock, uh, where they expected the casino to, you know, to do great things. Um, so you can really see that a lot of these interests, you know, are are working together, you know, for their own personal um, enrichment. Um, the Hard Rock has uh, also attempted to um, uh, to move in on um, the Agua Caliente band of Kahula Indians. Um, another Abramoff client. Um, there was another uh, Abramoff uh, client, the Louisiana Cachada, that reported um, a $30 million loss um, through a, uh, a crony business deal involving an Israeli uh, internet company. You know that this was a deal that was finessed um, after the um, the Trump Clinton uh, McCain uh, affiliates uh, took control of that tribe. So within, um, they were able to kind of push this uh, scandal through um, through Washington, um, through through lobbyists. Um, they had control and uh, with, uh, control of the media. Um, they also used um, lobbyist-controlled witnesses who provided false testimony within the Senate Indian Affairs Committee um, against Abramoff. And then afterwards, those uh, witnesses became um, uh, the leaders of of the Indian tribes that Abramoff had previously uh, owned. Um, they you know, promoted this uh, scandal based upon false, uh, false information, false accusations that can easily be refuted with the paperwork, but the, the Department of Justice, which they, control, they, they controlled, um, did not look at, at the contrary evidence. They actually ignored uh, the exculpatory evidence um, and pursued a case that was based upon uh, bad information um, Against a target of that was somebody who was targeted by Trump and his wider casino interests. So there are many other cases, you know, that I was able to uncover of, of asset stripping and so forth. And I mean, it's my contention, and uh, I'd like to kind of look further into this. But given um, the connections I've seen with um, government, you know, the government subsidized housing has originated in Indian country, um, which has. Uh, Helped. It was given birth to the SNL scandal and um, provided the capital for these real estate grabs. Um, I'm seeing kind of like a network ar around Donald Trump that may be uh, behind some of the real estate uh, scandals that we're seeing today, which you know BlackRock and these other Rothschild affiliated really? companies let, let, are, let. are pricing people out of the market. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That's exactly what BlackRock is doing. I, I personally think, just uh, jump ahead as a digression, but then I want to come back to your point. Uh, BlackRock's purpose, in my opinion, is to inflate the entire housing market so Janet Correct. Yellen can in, uh, induce what she told the Senate about four or five months ago, that we want unrealized income taxes on a home appreciation. It's just a way of basically driving people out of their homes by making it unaffordable. Uh, but anyway, back to BlackRock. Um can you detail the connection that Trump would have with an organization like BlackRock? I mean, 
what do we specifically affiliate him with on the black rock side um you're looking at um efforts by you know i, I think you, you'd want to start with his connection to wilbur ross um and the real estate deals that they've they've forged through uh greenberg Traurig and, and other companies um, they have been involved with, with asset stripping and targeting rival companies using the assets that they've acquired uh, through those uh, um, campaigns to acquire more real estate. Um, during the Trump administration, um, HUD was peopled by his own um, allies uh, who, um, who in turn kicked contracts over to Trump and, and his friends. Um, and I believe, and you'll need to correct me on this if, if I'm wrong, that um, BlackRock has significant ties to, um, to the Rothschilds, to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and these, these again, you're looking at um, Trump allies. Trump was heavily involved with the real estate business um, you know, through Section 8 housing, through government-subsidized housing. Um, I believe that uh, he was able to bring um, Sean Hannity into some of these deals by way of Michael Cohen. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong there, but I believe it. I don't know. Uh, I don't Sean, know enough Sean to Hannity comment on that. With that. That's amazing. Sean Hannity, who would have figured? I, I Like I said, I have no knowledge of that, so you asked me, do I know? No, I don't. Um, but I know BlackRock is connected to the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum. Um, they have AI that is really inducing a lot of the pain and misery economically in this country. Uh, that's actually been covered. I mean, BlackRock is openly admitting that they're, they're seeking a complete transformation of the American economy. Which was, um, a, a part of which was launched under um, uh, on Donald Trump's watch. Um, Ivanka Trump herself was a World Economic Forum uh, young leader. She's one of their young leaders. As is, I just want to say this again, Tulsi Gabbard, don't believe a word of a so-called pretend conservative. You know, let me digress again, because we're right on the top of a topic here. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard's a false flag, and she could form a third party to pull votes away from the Republicans. She could maybe be the Democratic candidate at some point in time as a centrist moderate. But she's clearly playing a role. We also have a senatorial candidate here in Arizona, Blake Masters who uh, is very much Peter Thiel's boy, and uh, and, and he's trying to pose as a uh, conservative Republican. He's not telling the truth. Is this an orchestrated effort to have fake Republicans run who are really Democrats? I, I think at this point, um, you know, we have lost our, our government. Um, the uh, Essentially, our, our federal government and the state government are, are government contractors um, who ultimately contract through the Vatican and its global trust. So they redistribute uh, resources and, and money uh, from us, from the taxpayers to themselves, um, and then um, take that money and, and invest in, in government contracts. So the uh, politicians are employees of those corporations. So I think whether they're Democratic, Democrats or Republicans, ultimately they have to serve that agenda faithfully. You are exactly right. If the Republicans had wanted to, they could have stopped this Democratic takedown of our economy. Long ago, yes, they could have. Yeah, there's no question about that. And that's why, and maybe I'm on a fool's errand, Susan, but I've called for the unelection of uh, 95% of all Republican incumbents for this reason. And mm-hmm. so we're, we're speaking the same language here, but because l- l- we're kind of running out of time and we can do a Trump part too, okay. but I, I want to take this to the present day. Okay. I want to ask a hypothetical question. It's strictly opinion. Um, okay. Could it be that Trump got to a position and oh. his ego and legacy take over and he wants to be the George Washington of America in the modern era? And so he really is representing American interests despite some questionable associations in the past. Is that possible? Is it possible? Um I think I've always wanted to believe that, that he was serving that agenda, but um, ultimately he was an employee for um, for the corporation that is the United States, which ultimately answers to the city of London and the Vatican. Right. Um, right. So I, I mean, it's all. I think anything is possible, and um, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And if it were possible, you'd have to say that he has a lot of very shady associations. The people he brought with him to the White House, he's worked with for um, for decades, and these are the same people who are um, promoting, you know, the um, you know the global agenda. 
So uh, you'd have to assume that he he's completely oblivious to, or or you know to to their tactics and to their agenda, which I, I don't believe that he was. Good point. Individually, he could you know go ahead. No, his his appointments in many respects have been abysmal, and um, you can make the argument: well, you hire who you know. But if you're breaking from past associations to chart a new path for your legacy, why would you go back to the old people? So I think your point is really well taken there. Because Trump's associations have been nothing short of a disaster in many cases. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, I heard I heard a, um, a disconnect. Um, I, I think one great tell for me is how he treated Jeff Sessions. Um, Jeff Sessions, I know that Trump has has made a um, has tried to promote himself as a, a champion of, of the abuse of children who are being abused by uh, by these global elites. Um, uh, Jeff Sessions was uh, the individual within the Trump administration who appointed uh, the attorney who unsealed the um, the Jeffrey Epstein Epstein files in New York. Um, once uh, he had done so, um, Trump attorney and, and Rothschild slash Epstein attorney Alan Dershowitz um, and his friend um, uh, Mike Cernovich tried to claim credit for that unsealing, of which they had no part. Um, uh, Trump uh, fired Sessions um, immediately after he he had done so. Um, he appointed Bill Barr in, in his place. Um, Bill Barr's father um, appointed Jeffrey Epstein to the to the school. He worked for um, the firm that had represented uh, Epstein in his um, uh, pedophile cases, and then promptly recused himself and uh, and fired the attorney that Sessions had um, had appointed. Um, once Sessions lost his job. Um, Trump called him a disgrace when he, you know, he was um, arguably a national hero and then campaigned against him, preventing him from being able to return to the Senate. So I think to me, you know, his treatment of Sessions was a, a great tell um, of where you know, Trump's loyalties really lied. He was protecting, in my opinion, um, you know, the pedophiles over the, the victims of, of pedophilia. Oh, I hope that's not true. The one thing I would say from what you just said, it is suspicious but it is still a third-party relationship True. between the crime and Trump. And, uh, you know, we all are associated with some people, how, no matter how remotely, who've done some bad things that we necessarily shouldn't be held accountable for. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Trump. If it were a first-degree relationship, but I will say this, that you pointed Bill Barr, absolute joke and a disaster. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that man has a horrible history of protected constitutional rights, and he, he's, uh, he was a terrible attorney general, and he's still doing a disservice to the country today. Um, we're going to have to do a part two on this. This is fascinating. Just one quick closing question. It's got to be a quick answer. Um, okay. Is Trump less dirty than the other candidates we'll have to choose from so America would be better off with him? I think economically mm-hmm. we'd have to say yes. That's that's a very good question. Um, he is uh, too 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 far far enmeshed within the Rothschild network and Vatican network for for my liking. Mm-hmm. So he may not be personally dirty, um, but I, I think he is controlled by them. Okay. So um, very quickly yeah. here, when we publish this on our website, we're going to have to publish this interview. We will okay. put a list of documented sources that Susan put together for me. She just didn't come on here willy-nilly and say, I feel this and I feel that. She's got documentation all the way through this presentation. Um, we got about 30 seconds, and I want people to, to know more about your book and how they can follow your good work. Thank you, Dave. Um, my website is www.susanbradford.org. I've written a number of books on the deep state and most recently about Trump. Um you can connect to my books and to me through that website. And also, the books are also available on Amazon. What was the book you referenced during the show? People say, oh, I, and what was that again, Dave? So tell us. Uh, it's the, uh, the, the End of Globalism. And if you're interested in, in learning about the details of the Abramoff investigation, you can find that information in a book called Lynched. <laughs> That's a great title. Because it really is, I think, very accurate from what I know of what's going on. You've given us a lot to consider, and some people will reject this out of hand because it doesn't fit their personal narrative. Folks, I'm asking to keep an open mind. I don't know how much is true. You've got to look at the documentation and decide for yourself. Susan, thank you so much for joining us. We will schedule a part two on this. It's interesting, and I think we need to consider all viewpoints. Thanks for coming on The Common Sense Show.
Thank you, David. Talk to you soon. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.